Hello and welcome to the Mindful Sun podcast, where we talk all things mindset, spirituality, manifestation, and business. I'm Daymante, your host and mindset and abundance coach, working with female entrepreneurs ready to step into their power and create the life and business of their dreams. Today we are talking all about money. The most common limiting beliefs tend to be around money. So many of us have heard things like money doesn't grow on trees or you have to work really hard to make money. The list is endless and I feel like as entrepreneurs we can only ever get as far in our success and abundance as our beliefs actually allow us. So that is a really big part of what I work on with my clients. And today we have a really exciting guest, Michelle Coy, who is a money mindset coach. Michelle worked as an accountant for 28 years, Although she realized that her true calling wasn't quite met and she wasn't feeling fulfilled, she decided to embark on her own entrepreneurial journey and become a money mindset coach. And now she works with other small business owners to really help them understand the relationship with money and to gain confidence in their relationship with money. So today, that is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about the relationships that we have with money, the limiting beliefs we have with money, and what we can do to really heal our relationship with money so we can start thriving. So without further ado, let's roll it. So I'm Michelle Coy, and I'm a money mindset coach. And my dream as a as a second grade student had always been to work with and be a math teacher. But as I was growing up through high school, I was told, Michelle, you have the skills to be an accountant. So I listened to my high school advisors. And at the age of 16, I began my accounting career, which lasted 28 years. Um, During this time, I realized that I had so much more to offer to others. So with working with individuals, I saw that they struggled with their mindset around money. And I thought, well, with my financial background, it's the perfect opportunity to go out and help people create a brand new story. So in April of 2018, I became a money mindset coach um, to fulfill my dream and to help others. That's amazing. Well, congratulations on taking a leap. Thank you. Yeah, and I very much agree and I believe that we can never be more wealthy than kind of our really deep-rooted beliefs of what we feel we deserve and what we feel we can achieve. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I see a lot of people facing is one of the questions that I ask my um, clients is, Why do you deserve to be rich? And I am absolutely shocked that there are women out there that don't believe that they deserve to be rich. Yeah. So that was very eye-opening. Yeah, I would say I've seen that too, for sure. Or where, you know, someone may say, oh, I really want to make more money in my business. But then when I start working with them and we start 
kind of like unraveling some of those limiting beliefs. It's like they don't actually feel worthy of having more money or they don't feel like it's safe to have more money. So it's kind of like they're energetically turning that away. Exactly. And that's what I see is, or another aspect that I see is that energetically they cannot receive. Okay. They can give. Elaborate on that a little. So I've had clients that I work with. I tend to work with holistic or alternative health um, businesses. Okay. So I've, I worked with one yoga studio and the owner put a donation bucket out. She was afraid to receive money. Okay. So, she, so she would put a donation bucket out because she felt like she couldn't ask people for money. So we had to to turn that mindset around and say, you know, you aren't going to get what you, what you want in life. If you continually push away the opportunity to receive money. Yeah. Makes sense. So you're not, I look at, as you were saying about energy, money is energy. And if we're constantly giving our energy away, we're not going to receive that equal amount of energy back. And in that situation, I felt like she was giving all of her energy. Yeah. She was unwilling to accept that reciprocal energy from somebody else. Yeah. It's fascinating. Right. And I feel like people, most people don't really think about that as something that is part of you're, you know, part of business or part of running a business. And that's not something anyone gets taught in business school or anything like that. And I feel like everyone should be taught this. <laughs> exactly. And that's a, that is the biggest shock is when I listen to entrepreneurs similar to you that are not willing to charge their value. Yeah. And I feel that they're, they're just limiting, limiting their opportunities. Yeah, or there, I know I know it's pretty common with kind of like light workers and healers and they almost feel like they don't deserve to be paid or they almost feel like because they're good they shouldn't be paid and I'm like that's not true like you deserve to be paid. So Exactly. Exactly. And that are those are the people that are seem to be helping the most right now during especially COVID times is just opening and holding space for others. And you hate to see these people not receive what they deserve. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, you know, those kind of people are, they're so important in our society, right? Like the healers Mm -hmm. and meditation teachers, the yoga teachers, like they help us with our wellness. It doesn't matter what we do, but I feel like we all need to have that wellness practice. So I completely agree. Yeah. So I know, Michelle, that you have a, that you have a process that you use to kind of heal those money stories. And I was wondering if you could be so kind as to share a little bit about that with our listeners. I would love to. So what I use is a star system, a five-pointed system. So there's five steps that I use that I walk my clients through. So the first step that we take is we're discovering your relationship with money. Because until we establish that relationship that you have with money, we can't begin to heal. So 
How do you feel that you have that relationship with money? Are you abusive to money? Spend it, you know, without any regards. Are you in love with money? Are you grateful that you receive your bills? Are you grateful that there's stuff that comes into your life that you have the money to pay for for emergencies? So we kind of take a look at that relationship with money and really dig deep. You know, I ask the questions, why do we deserve to have money? Why do we deserve to be rich? What does a perfect day look like if you don't have money? And just kind of go back and forth and and kind of dig in and hit those kind of hard spots to begin with so that we can begin to heal it. And then the second part of my system is to look at the original money stories. So who did you learn your money stories from? Who were your models in your life? You know, I came from a grandmother that lived through the depression and she liked to hoard items. My mother liked to hoard stuff. And then stuff became um, what I recognized as my value early on. Interesting. And so that became a part of my money story. Another part of my, my, my own money story was I took on responsibilities for money that were not mine, that I should have never been responsible for. So we have to look at who our role models were as we were growing up and how they have contributed to our current money story and how some of these are actually limiting us from earning, you know, unlimited potential. Yeah. And then the third part of my series is we look at unhidden gifts and passions because there's so often when we are growing up that, you know, I love art. I want to be an artist. You will never make money being an artist. <laughs> so what do we do? We shut that down, yeah. whether it's, you know, you know, anything. Um, I remember I wanted to be a teacher and I remember my dad telling me, you know what? You're never going to make anything being a teacher. You need to do something else that's going to make you more money. And so that's kind of why I went the accounting route. But that teacher ability was still in me and that was still driving me. So I really look at people and really try to uncover that and say, you know, right now the world needs a lot of different things and you may have something hidden inside you that the world needs from you. Yeah. So then we we look at that for really looking into potential abundance that is also hidden away. And then the fourth step is really looking at gratitude. Are you thankful? Are you celebrating your small victories? Are you celebrating at all? Do you talk about money? So just looking at using gratitude as a tool to manifest more money into their life and to really start seeing the more positive aspects of life where oftentimes we're encouraged to just look at the negatives. So, and then the fifth step is honesty. Are you being honest with yourself? Where you are today, is that where you honestly want to be or do you want to set your goals higher? And so then we can re-go back through that star again 
as you're looking through it and repeating those steps, because with that honesty, you may discover that you want to do something else. Okay, let's walk you through the steps again and see how we can get you to that new goal. So that's my five-star system to help people understand the foundations of their money mindset. Yeah, it sounds like you kind of go into a lot of that deep, deep inner work. Yes. Yeah. What would you say, what would you say are some of the most common limiting beliefs from your experience with working with people that maybe get passed on through, you know, our families, our parents, our grandparents are kind of like, you know, our, our influencers growing up. One of them is, especially during my time is all of the men were entrepreneurs. So they were not encouraged to work a nine to five per se, but to own their own business. And a lot of people I see that have gone that route struggle with their worthiness and understanding it. But then I also notice a lot of people are unwilling to take responsibility. They may have a great um, business, but they don't want to take responsibility for their money. And so I've noticed, I've noticed a lot of small business owners where they, you know, hire a bookkeeper, but they don't understand what those financial statements mean. They don't understand, you know, I'm bringing in this much income. It's costing me this much money and I'm losing my tail, but they don't want to take the responsibility to reach out and ask for help a lot of times, or they don't ask to get the details of what those numbers mean. So they continually look at numbers, but don't take responsibility for what the, those numbers represent. Kind of like having your head in a sound kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And do you feel like, um, do you think it's, it's easy to let go? So specifically those kind of limiting beliefs installed into us, let's say by our parents, because probably our parents are the most people that influence us the most, right? As kids, do you think it's easy to kind of reprogram those and kind of invite new beliefs and heal those kind of almost like some, some people almost have like money traumas, I guess. Exactly. I do believe that we can reprogram, but it usually takes a third party to help you recognize those. Oh, I agree. Because a lot of, lot of times you aren't going to recognize them yourself. It's just like, I'm going to continue doing the same habit. Yeah. Because in getting the same result. And it's when they can reach out to that third party, a coach, as you and I both are, and let us start doing some digging and asking different questions yeah, it's and help so them find resources. Yeah. It's so much just about the questions that get asked, right? Cause it's kind of yes. like, I feel like when, when you're in a box, it's hard to solve a problem from within the box. So sometimes, like you said, just bringing in like a third party, like a coach can just help you see outside of that box and just help you grow so much faster. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, what would you say, what would be some of the best tips you could give for someone who's an entrepreneur when it comes to like their money relationship and mindset? So as, a, as an entrepreneur, I highly recommend either if you cannot afford a business coach, get a business mentor. There are so many free resources out there, um, especially here in the U.S., that people are not tapping into. Um, I work with, I am a mentor through the SCORE organization. Okay. Um, Are you familiar with SCORE? I actually am not. So you can go to SCORE.org and request a free mentor. And what it is, is a organization that's federally funded Um, And the organization is made up of current and retired business owners, each having their own specialties. So they can mentor, like, I don't have experience in the food industry, Mm -hmm. but I have mentors that I can pass any of my clients on to that will guide them for free and give them steps on how to improve their business. So that is one free resource. And there's another one called the Small Business Administration or Small Business Development Corporation, okay. which is SBB is in dog C.org, which is um, an organization that's federally funded that helps businesses, especially startup businesses, but also businesses that want to scale, hooks them up with a business consultant for free and helps them guide them in any of those gaps areas that they may be struggling with. They have marketing specialties. They have people that can help you with your websites. They have accounting people. They have legal staff so that they can help you with any step that you may find that you're missing. So that is one of the thing, one of the big resources I give all my new businesses and even businesses that are struggling. We take advantage of the free resources that we already have at hand. Yeah. So that's one of the tips. Yeah, that's a good tip. I'm sure everyone listening will greatly appreciate that. (laughs) Yes. And then, um, you know, just make sure that if you are struggling in any area, do not hesitate to reach out. Most places offer usually a free consultation, so they will at least talk with you and give you some advice or point you in the direction you need to go. Um, I send a lot of, I have contacts in all different fields that I connect my um, entrepreneurs with. And then know your worth, know your value. That is one of the biggest issues I see within businesses is talk to somebody about your pricing. Don't just throw it out there and just hope for the best. You know, definitely talk with somebody and discover what that pricing is. And don't be afraid to charge your value. But I, I do feel like sometimes, sometimes charging your value does come from working with someone like a coach who almost makes you realize and believe in your value, right? I feel like so exactly. many entrepreneurs nowadays, they just, they don't, value themselves like they should and you know sometimes it takes some business owners many years before they get to a point where they're actually charging what they're truly worth so 
Yeah, I, yes. that's a great tip. <laughs> yes. And it's a struggle. Everybody struggles with it. I know I've struggled with it in the past and it wasn't until a coach pointed out. But remember that your education and everything that you've invested in yourself needs to be including in your price, pricing structure because you need a return on your own investment because yes. you are worth it. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Great tip. And yeah, you're right. You know, as, as entrepreneurs, I feel like we're constantly investing in ourselves, paying for different courses, different, like, you know, mentors, coaches, all these kind of things. And I know, I know firsthand a lot of entrepreneurs that don't then build that into your pricing. And it's like, no, this, the more you invest in yourself, the more you can serve your clients, the better you can serve your clients. So it's absolutely worth taking that in consideration. Exactly. I can, I completely agree because if we're not investing in ourselves, why would others want to invest in us? Yep. But, yeah. Great point. Um, what about, would you have any tips to share of what you think someone could maybe do themselves at home, whether that would be some exercising or something to kind of um, heal some of those limiting beliefs? Is there anything someone could kind of start working with like on their own at home? So one of the tools that I give my clients is go through when you're feeling stuck, try to get, find a guided meditation that really speaks to you. And after you're done meditating, just begin to write. Don't think about it. Just write. And then afterwards, see what you have written. Especially when you're talking about um, when you're feeling like you're not worthy. Ask yourself, why am I not worthy? Go into meditation, get quiet, and let your subconscious talk through the pen. Yeah. That is a powerful exercise. Um, it was one of the biggest exercises that I learned. Um, when I was kind of feeling lost in life and I knew I was unsatisfied at my job and knew I wanted to start my business, that unconscious writing helped prepare me for what I wanted to do. Yeah. It's amazing. I know, I know some people say it's almost like it can be like your higher self, kind of like almost talking to you through the paper. Exactly. Like it is. it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, I would have never guessed my sole mission is to help women of domestic violence and through prison systems that have been incarcerated that may have not had the ability to learn about money. Wow. And just to give them confidence. So my my part of my why for opening my business is to start a nonprofit that I can donate my time help these women so that when they are ready that they feel empowered to take that step and create that new chapter in their life wow that's beautiful did you did you discover did you discover your your soul's mission through doing some of this kind of reflecting and meditation yes it came out of nowhere i would have never guessed that that was going to be my soul mission wow that's so powerful yes. Yeah, I always uh, encourage all of my clients to, I think, 
I think uh, a daily meditation practice can honestly be life transforming. <laughs> so it can be. Yeah. And even breathing techniques, just, you know, doing the four, seven, I can't remember what the numbers are, but to breathe in uh, seven and then hold it for four and then breathe out, breathe out for eight, seven, four, eight. Seven, four, eight. Um, yeah. So to breathe in, hold it and just let everything go. Yeah. And that helps, that helps to calm your body and just get you back into that that soothing state. And I would even suggest doing creative writing after that, because some people have a really hard time with meditation, but doing the breathing seems to help them get into that state of mind as well. Yeah, for sure. And you find that your clients who do this, they start to kind of feel more worthy of receiving money and making money and all of that. Yeah. They start to start realizing that they they are worthy and they deserve and that's a lot of times that's when during the creative writing stages um they have some of the best ideas come out as well yeah so for sure i actually do this exercise myself sometimes like i'll do meditation and i'll write and it's uh a lot of time i find that when you do this it's like your your higher self is like always I feel like so much more supportive than maybe what our conscious minds are. It's like I've never ever written anything unkind of every time I've written something I look at it and I feel so loved and supported and I feel like yeah, it's it's a beautiful practice. It is very powerful. I agree. Okay, well, are there any any kind of last minute thoughts or wisdom that you'd like to share? Just take some time. If you feel like you're losing that passion, losing that fizzle in life, take some time to really invest in yourself. Look at who you are and is this where you want to be? And see if there is something you can do. Some passion that you've always had that you can bring back to life. Yeah, that's powerful. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. This was beautiful. Um, Quick question. Where could our listeners find you and connect with you in the online space? On the online space, you can find me at Michelle Shepard Coy on Facebook. You can find me at um, Michelle Coy. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-C-O-Y.com, which is my website. So you can connect with me either place um, or Michelle Coy Transformational Financial Coach, which is my business page on Facebook. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. This was absolutely wonderful. So thank you for taking the time to come talk to us. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review on iTunes as it would really help to spread the word about this podcast. And come connect with me and find more inspiration over at my Instagram at The Mindful Sun. And join my free Facebook group by searching for Abundant Soul Tribe on Facebook. Thank you and see you on the next episode.